Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I will be your host. And in this episode, we're going to continue our conversation on booking a Universal Orlando Resort vacation. Uh, specifically, we're going to talk about booking actual resorts and the resorts at Universal Orlando. Um, I do not book this destination much, so I'm so glad to be joined by our panel of experts. Agent consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. Agent for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Christy Bennett. Hello. Agent for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Allie Thomas-Reeves. Hi, everyone. Chief Executive Officer of Dreams Unlimited Travel, Peter Werner. Hey, everybody. And back in the production facility, we have Associate Producer, Oliver Green. Hello. And Producer, Craig Williams. Hello. Again, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, We are going to be talking about Universal Orlando Resorts specifically um, and going into... um, some of the highlights of each resort and amenities in each resort, as well as booking these resorts. And what inevitably will happen during our conversations is we will be comparing these to Disney. It's just something that happens. Hard not to talk about anything else that we sell without a comparison to some Disney product. So keep that in mind as we go through this. But the other thing, too, is that Universal has their own nomenclature. So while we're going to try to um, compare resorts on the same level to Disney, you're going to hear us use words that are specific to that resort. Um, One of the things that we want to make sure that we point out is that Universal Resorts, unlike Disney, they are not owned and operated by Universal Orlando. They are owned by the Lowe's Hotel chain. So um, there's our key difference is that we're going to talk about an on-property hotel at Universal, similar to what's an on-property hotel at Walt Disney World. However, they're not owned and operated by the parent company. There's also off-site hotels, what Disney would call good neighborhood good neighbor hotels. Um, we're not going to go into those as much, uh, simply because we think we have enough content here to really focus on the main Universal Hotels. Maybe we'll save that for a future show down the road. So we want to talk about mostly the Universal Resort Hotels. Um, Really nice is that pretty much everybody here has recently stayed at a Universal Hotel. So we should have some really good current information and feedback on the hotels. So we're going to start with Cabana Bay. This is what uh, Universal refers to as a prime value resort. In your guys' opinion, does this translate to a Disney value resort? In some ways. I think mm-hmm. in some ways it's um, it's better as far as what's happening along the property with, you know, the pools and the water slides and that kind of thing. I think when it comes to the the rooms and the hotel side of things, I'm not so sure they're, they're equal. What about price-wise? Is this a price comparison to a Disney value resort? Or is it- well, I think, you know, we're going to talk about value resorts at Universal. You know, we go to Cabana Bay, um, which is most closely associated with um, Art of Animation, uh, where they have standard rooms and they have kid suites. The difference is in the price, um, especially in the kid suites. Oftentimes at Cabana Bay, you're going to find a kid suite. And Disney calls them family suites. Family suites, kid suites. Um, They're very similar in their setup. 
very similar in their size. I think maybe the ones at Cabana are a little bit smaller. Yeah, Cabana's um, smaller as well as the ones at Art of Animation um, have two two bathrooms, two, right. two full bathrooms. But so size wise, there's difference. But yeah. talking about a fifty exactly. percent price difference in most, in cases. some cases more. In some cases more. Right. So you know, and then I I, I find that you know where you know Cabana Bay is concerned in particular. I just I think it's outstanding, um, and I think it absolutely. From the standpoint of, you know, you can get a kid suite for the same price you can get a regular room at the All Stars. Um, I think that's a really good comparison. And I think it's a really good option. Absolutely. I know a lot of people that will stay at Cabana Bay primarily and then just like drive down to Disney and drive to the other parks, but they'll stay at Cabana Bay because they prefer the price point and the and the resort over staying at a value. I think it's good. I want to make sure we sort of give our audience an idea of. You know, when we talk about these properties and use these names, you know, what is the distinction between the two? So I think that's a good benchmark. You're looking at Art of Animation style rooms, but you're talking about um, uh, all-star prices. Yeah. Okay. And that's a good way to put it. Good way to put it. Let's talk about theming. I think one of the things that Disney excels at in all of their resort hotels is theming. Let's talk about Cabana Bay's theming. I think equal. I mean, Incredible. if not, very, yeah, very it's lovely. very immersive. Right down to the the, the shampoo is VO five. Yes, and the well, soap bar again. Is for those who are not, you know, for those who are the not familiar, is. the theming is retro sixties, retro nineteen sixties. So mm-hmm. motel, it, that yeah, that kind of motel, but without the external right. entry. Um, it's uh, so it's got just that whole. You know, late fifties, early to mid sixties vibe. So when we talk mm-hmm. about VO five uh, being in the ho- hotel room, we're dating ourselves a little bit um, in terms of that. But that was a very popular, um, you know, very popular shampoo yeah, back Ellie in the sixties. Doesn't 60s. know what VO five is. Um, <laughs> she's like, what? What what's actually, zest? Even beyond that, the whole theme progresses. So it, with it has two separate sections right now, soon to be a third. But it starts with the Cabana Courtyard, and that is motel-style entry all the way around. Those are uh, 600 rooms there, all family suites. And then from there, that is supposed to be your late 50s, early 60s style. And then you move into the Towers, which is where you're going into the uh, the, the mid-60s. So a little bit of the retro style starts to change. It gets a little bit more mature, less beachy, and kind of takes on a, a newer life with it. And then opening up alongside Volcano Bay kind of in the same time will be their their newest tower that has 400 additional extra rooms in it. And I was told by one of Universal Creatives that that will also have the next progression towards uh, even a later style of the 60s, especially with the architecture of the building mm-hmm. itself. So it actually it tells this deeper story, too, that you don't even see from the offset. It's very Disney in that way. Right. Excellent. When you guys stay there, what's what's the idea? What's the feeling you get when you stay there? Do you get the feeling of being immersed in a in a hotel experience, or is it just another place to stay? No, I think the theming for sure it immerses you into that experience. You feel it. Um, the food court is phenomenal as far as its theming, and you know the, even the big screens in the food court they're showing, you know movies and commercials and and tv ads from that time period Mm -hmm. so you are immersed into that theme i believe what about the check-in area when you first get there how is that handled Uh, it's the same when we arrived we stayed there recently and when we arrived it was very chaotic um the resort was full and uh, we arrived at 
like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning, and it was still chaotic. Really? Yeah, it I'm was surprised. just chaos everywhere. Even when we pulled up, um, so it's it's a busy place. It's a chaotic place, but really fits with a the theme. You know, like if we're talking from a theming point of view, it's carried through the whole thing right down to the. I don't know, does Universal call their uniforms costumes? What do they call them? A wardrobe. Wardrobe. Okay, yeah. so right down to their wardrobe. Um, it's themed for the period. We mentioned two different kinds of rooms. You guys want to talk about those a little more? I can talk about the standard rooms. Um, one of the big differences between Disney value and this is that they're queen-size beds instead of full-size beds. And that is a huge thing, big too. difference. It is. It's a really big difference. <laughs> the nice. beds at the All-Stars are very tiny. Um, and the spa- there's more space. They're big. The rooms are larger. Um, and you have your, sink, your one sink vanity outside of the bathroom. Um, you have a flat-screen TV in the room. Um, I believe there was a coffee maker and a small fridge. Um, just a lot more space. When you go into those all-star rooms, if you're a family of four with luggage, <laughs> there's nowhere to go. There's space if you've got luggage and a family of four in these rooms. Mm-hmm. And what about the kids' suites? The family suite or the kids' yeah. suites at Cabana Bay, um, those I enjoyed. Uh, we stayed there um, last year. And when you walk in, you kind of have a little living room area with a fold-out couch and a coffee table with a little mini kitchen off to the side that's going to have the microwave, coffee maker, and a refrigerator there with a, a little sink, wet bar. Uh, then you have the two queen-size beds and then your bathroom. I don't want to call it a split bath, but it has your toilet in one area and then your shower in a d- different room. So. And there's Multiple like, like a sink and a vanity. Right, in the, the vanity. And so the, the idea is that you could have three people getting ready at different levels at different times at the same time. I just messed that up. Not at different times at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> three different areas <laughs> at the same time. We know yes. what you meant. So there's time travel involved. There's time travel involved. <laughs> yes. Again, with that the progressive 60s. theme that, yeah. that Greg was talking about. Fits right in. We touched on amenities. You know, the amenities are themed for the time period as well. Um, you know, I don't think they're great amenities. You're not talking about H2O products or anything like that. <laughs> no. But I think it's more kitschy. Uh, VO5 shampoo and zest but it's, soap. It, it's nice detail. Right. You know, it's nice yeah. detail. Yes. And, you know, um, beyond the amenities in the room, the amenities at the resort in general, I think, are... I mean, that food court, I think, is phenomenal. I think they have some really, really great food being served, really reasonable prices, um, I think the quality, quantity uh, of the food at that food court is superior to what you're getting at Disney Value Resort. Correct me if I'm agree. wrong, too. I remember from our stay, that was also themed. So there were things like a meatloaf dinner. Mm-hmm. There's tuna casserole. tuna casserole. <laughs> yeah. So taking a theming even to the point of the food court yeah. is exactly incredible. Yeah. A couple things to know here. Uh, there is no luggage services at this resort. Right. I found that out. The hard way. The hard way. Yeah, I was there recently <laughs> with my husband who has some accessibility issues right now. Uh, so we found out that that was an issue. The other issue we had was that a lot of the parking lot is closed right now. Parking garages are closed at Cabana Bay due to construction. I think Volcano Bay and then their new tower, yep. it's taken up a lot of their space. Uh, so they've added valet here uh, temporarily. And my understanding from talking to the gentleman working is going to be probably about the end of November, early December. And with valet... The price is the same. It's, I think it's $12 a night mm-hmm. to park there. So the price is the same, but it's extremely chaotic. You can imagine a value resort with all of those rooms, and now you're throwing in valet yeah. in a very small area that wasn't meant for valet. 
Um, and so, and almost everybody has to use it because there's such limited parking options. So it was, and that was a lot of the chaos when we arrived, you know, to figure out the check-in parking was gone. So there was no check-in parking. There was no accessible parking. Um, it was just this valet service. And they were to the point where they had cars everywhere and they said, we just have no more room. So it was really, it was really tough on them too. But again, these are people who are dealing with a kind of a little bit of a, negative situation but we never they were also very as helpful and friendly as they could be so the issue we had was that we had an accessible room which was great by an elevator however that elevator only went to a parking lot that wasn't open so you know there's some logistic issues right now especially around accessibility and the fact that there was no luggage services while this is my this was my fourth time staying at this resort it was the first time I think I even kind of realized it. Although I knew it, it wasn't really an issue for us. This time it was an issue. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Completely went out of my head. Um, let's talk about the pools. Let's talk about the other amenities at the resort. What do you think about the pool areas at Cabana Bay? Pool's I awesome. The pools are great. They're really great. They're split into two different sections. Uh, the pool over by the courtyard area has a water slide. There is a huge, uh, I don't want to say fenced in, but it's a fenced in sand area for children to play in, which I think is just, it's awesome. Kids love that area. There is also a bar. Um, plenty of restrooms. Then when you go over by the tower, that pool is a lazy river and it also has a bar and I just think that that beats any of Disney's value pools. And again, I got to go back to theming. I love the outside theming. Yes. I mean, it really feels like I've been transported back to, you know, the Rat Pack in a hotel (laughs) in the (laughs) 60s. It's just the outside is really cool. They did a great job. They really Mm did. Uh, Interesting things. They have some different amenities. They have a bowling alley. (laughs) They do have a bowling alley. Did you guys... Sorry about that. Did you guys have a chance to see it or go in it or play? Um, when I stayed there a couple of months ago, we walked in. We didn't bowl, but we walked in. Um, it's also a restaurant, so you can dine while you bowl or you can dine prior to bowling, but you can dine at the same time. Um, it's really, it's like kind of like neon lighting. It's fun. It is. It's, we it's did. We, we bowled there last year, right? When we stayed in May. Uh, yeah, I've bowled there a couple of times on and off. I remember the group of us. Yeah, the whole team did. Yeah, I think we did. What the pricing like on bowling? Is it expensive? It's on the uh, pricier side for sure, but uh, it's you know it is something that gets a lot of use, uh, especially at night once they do go into the the kind of uh, blacklight style bowling. It is there's usually a wait to do it, so it's been immensely popular. Excellent. We're going to talk about um, Universal uh, Resorts have different transportation to the theme parks other resorts have water transportation but cabana bay specifically uses a bus transportation talk a little bit about that did you get a chance to use that while you were here i have used the bus i didn't use it on this trip um but we have used the bus several times before it does take you to the transportation building of universal so you then walk from there to whatever theme park or city walk you're going to so it's actually going to the a, parking garage. Right. Yeah. It's a little bit of a different right. drop-off than where the water taxi is. And I thought, like, where they have you wait, it was a little bit small and chaotic. It was really yes. busy when yes. I was there. Coming, so. I found coming back yeah. uh, from the park was very chaotic. Yes. Um, and it's kind of like you're down in, like, a little alleyway. Like, it's almost. dark. Like, it's not that, <laughs> it's kind of not that nice. <laughs> yeah. um, but, yes, they, they drop you off, so you do have a long walk from where they drop you off. It's not, like, just right outside a theme park. How were the buses running? Do you think they were running at a good pace? 
Yeah, I mean, we I didn't do. wait. Yeah. yeah, I think they were running as often as they could. And even at night when it was really chaotic trying to come back, I mean, the lineup was massive and wrapped around there a couple times. They had multiple buses coming, you know, one right after another. So I think they, I think it's, it's certainly adequate with the number of buses. And the yep. buses are even themed to the hotel, yes, they too. Are. Which They're is really, really cute. Really cute. The, uh, and the reason it is so far out is because actually all security checkpoints to get into City Walk and Universal Park are all the way back at the transportation hub area. So uh, it's not like downtown Disney at, or at uh, Disneyland or even Disney Springs here where you can just walk around the shopping dining complex easily. You actually have to go through security to get to there and then inside the park. So um, that's why they did have to. They want to place you at security yeah. before you actually get into yep. City Walk. Makes sense. Uh, we talked a little bit about pricing. Um, let's just real quick go over some uh, a price range for this resort. Cabana Bay starts off at around one forty nine a night for their standard room. Normally, the the kids suites maybe around twenty dollars more a night. It's no, they're, no. I think they're usually higher than that, aren't they? At thirty or forty. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking Sometimes. a look at some sample pricing right now. Some, yeah. I'm taking a look at some sample pricing in Cabana Bay right now for November. For okay, example. for November. And you're getting one thirty four for a standard room, one seventy four for the family suite, and and that's in the tower. That's mm-hmm. a tower suite. So, um, again, one hundred seventy four dollars a night for a suite Not for a, for a family suite. That's and it sleeps six, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. No, sleep up to six. Yeah, because yeah. there's two there's two queen beds, two queens. in the bedroom, and the pullout, and, the and then there's a pullout. Mm-hmm. I've actually slept on that pullout. Chris and I both slept on that pullout, and it was we're not small people. It was more than fine size wise for both of us. Was it comfortable? And it actually wasn't bad. Wow. When we first got on it, it was like really hard, and we thought, e, but it was firm, and it didn't have the. The you know sometimes the pull itself has those bars yeah, underneath. Yeah. The bar didn't have that, so yeah, that's what makes it impossible. Yes, it was certainly tolerable. Now, obviously, there are going to be different categories. So you have your standard room, but you also have the poolside rooms. Right. The poolside mm-hmm. rooms go different for views. about ten fifteen dollars a night extra for the poolside. But uh, generally speaking, what you're talking about is a range of about one forty one fifty a night for a standard room right. going up, yep. um, and that's. Not Especially bad. for a resort like this, I think it's a that's a great great price. Yeah, and when you're when you're considering what the resort itself is offering as far as the pools and the slides, it you almost have to put it somewhere between a value and moderate if you're comparing with Disney. Now, I think once you're inside the room, this last time I stayed in a standard room, that was value all the way. Um, you know, as far as the the quality of the linens and what's happening in that room, that was a value room. Um, but when you start to talk about what's being offered around the resort, the dining options, the entertainment options, the pools, you're, it's almost a category on itself. I have not um, stayed at or experienced Sapphire Falls yet, but in my opinion, Cabana Bay seems the most kid-friendly of yes. all the resorts. To me, it seems Definitely. like this is where kids would want to stay. The pool areas seem more geared, a little bit geared more towards children. Is that something you guys find, or is it? Yes, I especially with having the playground, the the, the sand area, that definitely draws kids in, and it, it was very. It's a very kid friendly pool. It's very easy for the parents to sit along the pool and see their children going up to the slide, coming down the slide, which I saw tons of children in the pool by themselves with the parents easily accessible on the sides. Um, the other thing that I wanted to note about Cabana Bay, they do have a Starbucks. <laughs> it is a freestanding <laughs> Starbucks. 
it is very busy in the mornings. We went by there, and they told me the wait was about 30 to 40 minutes to get a cup of coffee. But there is a Starbucks there. That was a nice option for breakfast or for yeah. grabbing a cup of coffee for sure. That's definitely important. You've got to get your Starbucks fix. You do. You do. Um, you can also walk to the theme parks from Cabana Bay. They do have a, a, a walkway. It is accessible. There's a ramp, or you can take the stairs. There's two separate ways, but they do meet on the same path. Um, that takes roughly about 15 to 20 minutes, depending on your pace, to get to the City Walk area. Everybody kind of comes out by Margaritaville. And the other thing, we mentioned this in a previous show, this resort does not have the Express Pass. No. No, so it that's does not. one of the things that is sort of built into the price of this room is that you're not getting that express pass into the parks. But you do get the extra hour. You do. Yes. Yep. In the morning into Harry Potter. Yes. yes. Excellent. All right. Uh, if we're done with Cabana Bay, let's move on to the next two are Sapphire Falls and Royal Pacific. And these are both categorized as preferred hotels. However, what I've heard from you guys talking about beforehand is you feel there's a little bit of a disconnect that these both shouldn't be in no, they shouldn't the same be. category. No, they shouldn't be. Um, let's do Sapphire Falls first and uh, tell me about it. I've not been there. I'm excited to hear about it. I just stayed last weekend, and I loved it. The theming is water, water, water everywhere. There's water. Um, as soon as you walk into the lobby, I felt like I had been in a Caribbean island. It's beautiful. There's all these little staircases, and just it, it's real heavy on the darker woods. When you look around outside, there's a lot of waterfalls. Um, they're a beautiful sapphire color. There's lots of just rock sculptures and I it was beautiful the pool I thought was really interesting when you can enter from either side and it's almost a zero entry but you're in the middle of the pool not the ends it's very different but it's a huge pool that kind of meanders through the property they do um nighttime movies by the pool they just started the fire pit experience with the s'mores uh, you do have to buy the s'mores kit $7.99 for a family of four um I loved my room. I had a kid's suite. It's two separate sleeping areas. You enter through one main door. The main room has the king-size bed. It does have a Keurig coffee maker. They do provide uh, coffee, tea, and decaf for coffee. Uh, then you have a little door to the side that goes into the kid's area. That is two twin beds and their own TV, which was very nice. Is this a standard kid's room? Is standard this... kid's suite, yes. Wow. Yes, they cannot leave that kids' room area. They have to go through the main room. So there is only one way in and out. But there is just one bathroom at this but one. But still, they give you the separation of the two yes. rooms. Yes, yes. It's pretty impressive. It was very impressive. It was very nice, very comfortable. And they are themed. They had a big octopus on the wall. Um, everything is just carries on through that Caribbean blues throughout the rooms. It was very nice. Craig, what's the story of that resort? Because they have the, the rum... You know, they do the, the rum specials, and I know the one staircase we went to, yeah. when you look down, it was pretty incredible. It's beautiful. Yeah, so it's, uh, it, gosh, why am I struggling on this right now? Uh, it all has to deal with the fact that there was the Sapphire Falls, that waterfall area, and that helped to kind of build everything out around it, including the uh, distilleries that they used there for Strong Water and Tavern, uh, and it, it just ties in with the the rest of the resort in that way um the one thing that was interesting whenever i was there for a media tour they are actually in terms of the resorts they're kind of getting into a mixed way and this was kind of the big first one uh, as well as i believe the redesign of royal pacific 
Um, while the hotels are considered to be themed, whenever we're talking about the rooms, they try to get rid of the word theme now and use inspired because, uh, as I know, we'll talk about it more in Royal Pacific when we get to that. But mm-hmm. they want that theming to go across all throughout the hotel. But then when you get to the rooms, um, which I believe these rooms would fall into that same category, they need to feel more uh, boutique than anything else and not overly hit you in the face with heavy theming like you might experience at some Disney. Resort. Yeah, we're going to get to that. I would say, though, like... After <laughs> we're going to get to that. After staying in that resort, you don't feel like there's a disconnect. I can see why they'd now use the terminology of... Um, what was it? Not theming? Inspired, inspired by. But it doesn't feel disconnected, unlike... No, there are in, in, you know, we're going to talk about Sapphire Falls, we're going to talk about Cabana Bay, and we're going to talk about Portofino. You're talking about rooms that do follow the inspiration, if that's the word we're going to use. I it think flows. it's all semantics. But... If we're going to use the word inspiration, those rooms do follow the inspiration of their resorts. Hard Rock, Royal Pacific, or a different story. Unless the inspiration is depressed 12-year-old girl. Um, but <laughs> Emo. Um, Sapphire Falls, are there other res- room types there, like there are at Cabana Bay? Is there something yes. other than a kid suite? There are. There are standard rooms, and I think Allie I did stay in a standard room. Um, it's two queen beds. It's very spacious. I will say the furniture was overly large, so you have a very small walkway um, where the TV stand um, dresser is, and next to it there's a huge desk. Um, and if the desk chairs even pulled out a little bit, like it was hard to walk through, so you kind of had to shove it in. Um, there's a little seating area over in the corner, which was kind of nice to relax in. Um, very large vanity sink area. It's still only one sink. It's always an issue with my husband and I. We always want two sinks. Um, just our thing. So you still only have that one sink. And then the bathroom, um, I loved the shower. It's a walk-in shower with a big bench in it, so you don't have that tub shower. I had a tub shower in the kids' suite, obviously, so you can give your kids a bath. (laughs) But the one thing I did notice was I could not find the light for the vanity. (laughs) It took us 10 minutes to find out how to turn on the light by the vanity. You have to go all the way back by the door. And flip that on. and (laughs) And flip the entryway light on. To your room to turn on the light by your That's vanity. Weird. Yes. It was really weird. <laughs> it was terrible. I think I missed it. What what is the bathroom situation there? One bathroom? In the kids' suite, it's just one bathroom. You have your, your vanity and then just a, a tub, shower, and toilet. Oh, okay. Very so basic. Not even a split. No, no split. No, it's very, very basic. But it worked well. It was a good size. It worked well. I just wish there would have been a light switch by the vanity because it was a little weird having to turn on the entryway light and wake up everybody. Yes. Allie, would you say um, in the standard room you felt like you were in, I don't know, elevated, maybe an elevated room over Cabana Bay? I did. You felt like the amenities. Yes, I absolutely did. Absolutely. The the towels, the bedding, everything. Mm -hmm. You were all a step up. Yeah, absolutely. Because when they first announced that they were building Sapphire Falls, I kind of thought, well, it doesn't include that big express pass at the Deluxes. You have Cabana Bay. What else could this resort offer? And it kind of makes, now that I've seen it, it kind of makes sense. It definitely just, fills the gap between Cabana Bay and Royal Pacific. Right. There's, there's no doubt about that. And I think when, you, like, when I was staying there, I mean, cause we just stayed at the resort. We didn't even do any park time. You just felt like you were away. Like you didn't yes. feel like you were in Florida anymore. You felt like you were completely cool. away and just so relaxing. Mm-hmm. It had a very all the waterfalls make it very relaxing. We mm-hmm. said it on our show too, and I'll say it again. I think another big reason why they were able to comfortably leave off the Express Pass with this hotel is because it is going to. 
to be very popular with conventioners once right. the convention center is done who might not be focused on going in the parks. Right. And that's not going to be a concern. But you can already tell from the fact that the lobby bar, uh, the Strong Water and Tavern, has it's a tapas style uh, restaurant that has an amazing drink menu that arguably, it's built for conventioners. Right. Strongwater Tavern, arguably, arguably the best hotel lounge I've ever seen. Um, and I don't drink, so just from the standpoint of the tapas, just from the standpoint of the atmosphere, the creativity of the menu, the fact there is a chef back there right. cooking this stuff. This isn't being put out put out in the line. <coughs> um, I, I was really, really blown away by how good that that lounge was. And it just is that kind of place where after a day at the parks, it's just going to be really comfortable to come back there and relax. And they have the indoor and outdoor po- portion. So mm-hmm. you can sit out in the deck. Really nice. Now, we talked about the rooms you guys stayed in. I do want to talk just a little bit about the suite. Just uh, I, I know Pete did not stay in a standard room. So Well, I didn't actually stay. Um, these guys did. Um, I went. O- I was over there. I hung out. I saw everything. But these guys are the ones who stayed. But we did get one in each category. We got a standard room. We got a kid suite, and we got uh, the Sapphire suite. And Sapphire suite's about eight hundred and fifty square feet. This room sleeps five. It is. Uh, it's got a dining room table that seats eight, a full living room, a wet bar, and one and a half baths, um, and a fairly nice size. Uh, Master bedroom. It's bigger than Tracy's house. It is. Well, she lives in an igloo. <laughs> she I know. do. Yeah. I do. We can't um, get that. That's a lot of ice. That's a, that's lot, a lot of, of ice. ice. <laughs> what was the price of that? Well, when I got it, I got a Florida resident rate. I believe it was three sixty a night. But I'm looking again. I priced just brought up prices for uh, you know three days in November. Um, Four thirty a night for that room. That's no discount. That's no special offer at all. Um, and. You're looking at four thirty two a night for that, three seventy seven a night for the kids suite, uh two eighty two for a king suite, and this is something people should keep in mind. Already in November, no standard rooms are available. Wow. So we talked about how uh, you know it's a great I feel I feel the value of these rooms is phenomenal mm-hmm. right now. These prices are going to change as the resort fills. When they open up that convention center, these rooms are going to be very, very hard to get. So if you're inclined to book Sapphire Falls, I would do it now. I would go ahead and lock my dates in for next year now Mm -hmm. because once that convention center opens in particular, if not already, um, these rooms are going to get harder and harder to come by and the price is is going to go up. This sounds like a resort for us because we stay at Universal... Once in a while, not not all the time, but quite often we do, because we like the resorts there, and sometimes we stay there and we don't even go to the parks. So the express pass wouldn't be that important to us. But I feel like I think we're kind of we're not really we're don't want to stay at Cabana Bay anymore. So I feel like we need an elevated resort and room experience. So this sounds like it's really. F- for people like us, like filling that gap where you're still getting an elevated resort experience without the additional cost of going to the deluxes to get the express pass. It's interesting. Tell me about the pool area. Tell me about the common areas. How do they theme? Are they nice? Yeah, the pool is no, beautiful. No, they're horrible. <laughs> oh, you know, could be. <laughs> 
The pool is beautiful. Terrible. It's very tropical. Um, mm-hmm. You feel like you're in the tropics when you're there. Like Christy was saying, it's you can literally walk through the middle of the pool, like to cross over. Um, and there's a bar, and they have like poolside food. They'll serve you right at your pool chair if you want, or you can go up to the bar and eat. Mm-hmm. Um, they have tables around that area. The jacuzzi is very large. Um, Do they have cabanas? They did have cabanas that you could rent, yes. Um, I only saw one of them actually being used. They're kind mm-hmm. of in towards the back of the pool area, mm-hmm. um, so you're further away from the pool. So you can't necessarily see your child in the pool if you do run a cabana from the cabana um, area. So we, we, ate at the, we ate the food outside. It was really good. Um, it was just normal poolside food, you know, burgers, chicken, that kind of stuff. Um, my husband loved it. I'm extremely picky eater, so I kind of talked to them, and I was like, can I get something off the kids' menu with fruit? And they were totally accommodating to that. Excellent. What about transportation to the parks? Transportation to the parks, they have a boat that runs very, very frequently. You do have to kind of go out the back of the resort, and there's an own little boat dock. It's beautiful. You can see all the waterfalls from the boat dock. It was, it was just it was beautiful. Or you can continue past the boat dock, and you can take the walking path. The walking path takes you directly by Royal Pacific, and you kind of join in with Royal Pacific's walking path. It takes about 15 minutes. Excellent. If you're going to talk to your clients and compare it to a Disney resort, what would you say? What would you tell them? Wow. If you're used to staying at such and such? Moderate. I would compare this to a moderate. I would compare this favorably to Port Orleans French Quarter. I would compare this to Coronado Springs. And just in terms of the amenities, the rooms, um, this is definitely a moderate, uh, in my opinion. i got to tell you, though, that kid suite sounds like almost like nothing else. Like, it doesn't sound like um, the kid suite at Art of Animation, but also not a full-on room at say a Disney Vacation Club property. It seems to be in the middle. Right. I, I would put it in the middle. Um the, the the bathroom is the only downfall to the kids suite for me. If it had another bathroom, it would elevate it that much more. But they did think of teenage kids when they made these rooms because I felt like there was Privacy. great outlets <laughs> in between the two beds oh. to plug in the iPhones. Yeah. And the the outlets were everywhere. They are absolutely well They are. Uh, and the other thing that I loved is I hate the sound of people packing up to leave, slamming the, dr- the dresser doors. They have the auto-close doors mm-hmm. where yeah. you just kind of little closing. little nudge, and they close nice and quietly, so you're not hearing everybody pack up to leave. You know, it's those little like touches that. that make your stay different. Right? It does. It does. It's a definite upgrade. Between a yes. great stay and a terrible stay. I yes. would actually argue that it might even be like one of the lower deluxes, like Wilderness Lodge. No. It would be. No. I, no, See, I, I think that's... We have I an think, argument on our hands. I, think, <laughs> I love it. I look, I love, I love Sapphire Falls. I think it's beautiful. I think comparing it to Wilderness Lodge is just crazy. Um, you know, it's just not. It's just not. I don't think it offers... No. No. I, I just... I can't. <laughs> See, it's funny. I, I actually stay very quiet, but I actually... I, kind of want to agree with Craig a little bit more because I feel it sits somewhere in between Disney's moderate and their you know um, deluxe resorts it's it's let me ask you this though you guys had three separate rooms where did you actually sleep I stayed in the uh, the regular double queen room so I was the sapphire so you're in the it was in my room. Well, uh, however, I guess that will change your, that could change your opinion. Per, also, opinion of the experience. Are all of the rooms, I think there's three buildings here, three. Mm-hmm. Are they all yes. tower yes. rooms? Are it's they, all interior hallways. So they're hallways. all interior hallways. Yes. yes. 
So that is a little bit different than a a moderate at Disney. I think managing people's expectations, I I think throwing the word Wilderness Lodge out there to compare this to, no. I think it's hard to to pick a Disney resort to compare it to. It's like its own entity. It's very, very hard. Well, you know, what happens happens with the Universal Resorts, you know, we compare Cabana Cabana Bay to a Disney value. It's a step above a Disney value. You compare uh, Sapphire Falls to a Disney moderate. It's a step above a Disney moderate. Um, However, this is a challenge we face as a travel agent. We face the Disney, the person who goes to Disney and knows Disney very well, wants to know what am I getting there for my money? What is my comparison? So we have to come up with that and sort of come up with those and terminology. The response should be, "You'll stay where we tell you." And like <laughs> exactly, <it. laughs> just send us your money and shut up. I, I would agree. It's definitely in between. I don't think you can pigeonhole Sapphire Falls and say it's definitely a moderate because there was – I had just previously stayed at the French Quarter for a week, but like two weeks before I stayed at Sapphire Falls. And I'm running around going, oh, the kids' suite has two separate air conditioners. Mm-hmm. You can set the kids' room a little bit warmer than mom and dad's room. This is great. You know, the outlets, this is great. There were things that I thought blew away a moderate but weren't quite at the deluxe level. But then there were things that I, I just – I love Disney for Disney, but I think Universal's really given them a run for their money. No question. No I think question. Universal's being run by Lowe's Hotels. Yes. So the Universal Resorts and Hotels are being run by a hotel company. Yes. You know, whereas Disney is, while well, they do... Yeah, they're an entertainment <laughs> company, really, yeah. who have hotels on property. And I think that's where you're seeing some of the difference. And I think in an earlier show, you had mentioned about the resorts and how elevated they are. And I think that's what's happening. I think those are some of the difference we're seeing. We're seeing hotels and resorts run by a hotel company. I will say one thing real quick on Sapphire Falls. The quick service food option is very limited. They do have a grab-and-go area. Um, it's very busy in the morning, and it's yeah. very limited selection. It's a small area, too. Yeah, very small. Um, and I just overheard a lot of people complaining about that. What that about they their didn't food have... court? They have a nice food there is, there there is, is a food court. That's it. Just oh. so they have this grab- we saw this grab-and-go area, because we just went and visited mm-hmm. Sapphire Falls for a couple it's very hours. odd. And it is. And there was not really any seating there. There was a little bit no. of a bar table. If you went and grabbed something there, where would you go with it? You have to wait in that long line. Well, I but mean, once you grabbed it, where do you, you go either, with it? I mean, I know a lot of people <laughs> were lobby. heading out to the boats, to, and they were just right, going to eat right. it you know, on the way to the okay. parks. Or right. I mean, we took it back up to the room. But we waited like 35 minutes for two coffees and a croissant. So, wow. And it's not a standalone Starbucks. No, they it's not. serve it's Starbucks not. coffee. Yes, so I'm on the Starbucks the, thing, John. You have the, the lounge area that Pete was talking about yeah. as well. What are your other dining options? Then? Um, you have the dining out by the pool, and then there's a restaurant, and I know I'm going to pronounce it wrong. I can't pronounce it either. Craig? Amatista. There you there go. go. Which, uh, on multiple, they, they went back multiple times just to make sure that they were giving a fair review. One of the worst dining experiences they've ever had. Absolutely Ooh. agree. I ate there as well, and it was... Wow. What kind of food is it? The food has the potential to be okay. It's the management and and the the staff. The service is horrific. That's not good. They need to completely just replace every server they have there, and then they'll. We dined for dinner. There was maybe five. It's a large restaurant, and there was five tables, and the service was horrible. Like, you had one table, just take care of us. (laughs) Same thing we (laughs) had. On one note, on that restaurant, I'm sorry to interrupt you. They are starting a character breakfast there. Um, And one of the. That should be good. Well, (laughs) one of the really odd things that I thought, um, I was at guest services and they were explaining about their character breakfast. Character breakfast, $24.99. Okay. 
but you can order off the menu if you don't want to pay the buffet price. And I said, so I can come in here and order a $9 order of eggs and still have the whole character breakfast? Yes. Very odd. That is odd. Very odd. Let's move on to Royal Pacific again. Oh, let's. Let, this is... <laughs> This is in Universal <laughs> Systems of, of how they call their properties. This is also considered a preferred hotel, same, excuse me, same as Sapphire Falls. So I know there's been discussion beforehand how that's not really true and doesn't really line up. So let's talk a little bit about Royal Pacific's theming. I would put it as the South Pacific. Yes. <laughs> I would, don't hit me, I'm going to compare it to the Polynesian. Um, as far as the tropical, the Hawaii, South Pacific feel, I personally love it. I think Royal Pacific is beautiful. The layout is a little odd where you have to continually go outside and go downstairs mm-hmm. to get to food. Um, they do offer boat transportation to City Walk, and they do, uh, you can also walk. It takes about 10 minutes to walk. Come out right by Margaritaville. The pool, I thought, was amazing. Absolutely amazing. More kids at that pool yeah, than any other pool. pool that I saw. What about the pool? What is it that makes it so great? They have that huge white boat yeah. in the middle of the pool that is a water splash play area oh, okay. that yeah. children were cool. just they were going crazy. They were going crazy on this pool. That's they cool. loved now, it. Yeah, I, I want to say that uh, in terms of the grounds, in terms of the theming, in terms of the lobby and the common areas, absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. Hotel. The problem for me exists when you step foot in the rooms. Now, again, we were talking about inspired by versus themed. Um, these rooms would be great if we were going into a boutique ha- hotel in New York. These rooms would make sense to me. In this resort, they make absolutely no sense at all. There's nothing in these rooms that in any way, shape, or form suggests to me the theme of the rest of the hotel. Now, I realize for a lot of people, this doesn't matter. I know I'm being picky. It's not that the rooms are... Well, when we were there, when we were there in uh, May, we did have some housekeeping issues. And we had three rooms again in different categories. We had the same housekeeping issues in each one. So that tells me it's systemic, not accidental. Different parts of the hotel, different category of rooms... Uh, so that's the one thing to be mindful of. But um, the beds were very comfortable. I'll say that the rooms themselves were very comfortable. It was the design of them I didn't care for. Tell me about the design. What is it? Is it Well, first of all, um, high concept. When, when you think of Polynesian, does the color gray enter into your palette? No. No, it's of course browns not. browns and greens. And- <laughs> um, it's, there's lots of gray, um, which does not relax me. It reminds me of an institution. It does not remind me of a resort. And then the wallpaper, wallpaper is this massive mutant orchid that's going to eat you while you sleep. <laughs> um, the color schemes, the color schemes are very, very similar to the redesign done at the Hard Rock, the new rooms at the Hard Rock, which when we did reviewed that last year, we said it looked like it was designed by a 12-year-old girl because it was it was grays and whites and big splashes of pink and like oh. lip colored you know lip lip shaped uh pillows and it's like yeah it's a 12 year old girl's bedroom um none of that appeals to me aesthetically the rooms are extremely comfortable hard rock the rooms were extremely clean um but 
where the rumors are concerned, I'll tell you, I'm just going to be honest. My experience there last year, I wouldn't stay there again. I'll go back. I'll go back to eat at Jake's Bar American, which I think is a fantastic place to eat. Uh, I would go back to intentionally avoid Chop Chop, which is consistently one of the worst restaurants at Universal. Um, I think the, uh, the, the, pool, uh, the, the poolside cafe is excellent. The, the food they serve out at the pool, um, it's a great place to hang out. I think the pool's awesome. I think the proximity to the parks, the fact that it is the, generally the cheapest room you can get on property and still get the express pass is a big plus. Um, well, I think people, tastes, people would overlook the design for that. I think people. And would I say think there was a lot of people that design. You know, Craig loved the, loved, yeah. loves the design, but it's Craig we're talking about. So if you like the design, <laughs> you're really compared with Craig, and that really doesn't say much for you. But I also um, no, I often a, wonder why he even stays. But he's token. <laughs> he's he's token straight. We have to have him. We have other straight people today. Well, generally speaking, <laughs> we call him token. Um, I have a question about the rooms. I know they have the standard water view rooms, and then they have a tropical decor room. Have you been in the tropical decor room? Tropical decor room, I believe, is fancy of saying just like the outside it's bushes. A, when, <laughs> yeah, that's what I wondered. It's, yeah. it's extra money when you're booking it for our clients. Is so it I, sort of a garden view room? Yeah, there's is garden view rooms, but they also technically you could see some of the theme park. You'd be able to see a little bit of um, Dr. Doom and Incredible Hulk. Well, see, and that was the disconnect for me is that I would look out the window and I would see all this, you know, the bamboo and just the, the, that, the landscaping, the theming, beautiful. Beautiful. But then I'm in this gray room with leather straps and a big mutant orchid. Um, Just to clarify, Pete didn't bring his own leather straps. They're already no. in the room. I've seen everyone get very shocked then. Right? No, Rhino, what did Rhino call it? Leather call Daddy's it. Polynesian Vacation. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> everything had big leather straps on it. Um, it's just, yeah, it was the same 12-year-old girl who redesigned the Hard Rock Rooms, did the work on the. Are you sure you are profiled at the front desk? Get on the room with the leather straps. Maybe. But well, we were talking about um, how we're not sure that these two re- resorts should be in the same category. It doesn't sound uh, to me like Sapphire they should. Falls and Royal Pacific. And one of the biggest reasons is the fact that the Royal Pacific includes the Express Pass. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Sapphire Falls doesn't. So to put two, room, two resorts in the same category that have such a glowing difference in inclusions seems unusual to us. What is the price of the rooms at Royal Pacific? Um, Again, taking a look at uh, this date range in November, which I just picked at random, um, a standard two queen room goes for two seventy nine a night, which is very good. Yeah. Um, and same thing for a standard king room; uh, it's thirty dollars a night more for a water view with two queen beds, um, and a club level room, a club level king room, uh, three seventy nine. So club level concierge is that's that what that is? Concierge. Have you experienced concierge there? I have. All right. <laughs> One thing to note as well at some of these resorts uh, that they do sleep five. Girls, do you know Sapphire Falls? Does yes, it? Yes, yes, it does. Yes. Yes. And, the but the away. fifth person is a rollaway, and that's true at Portofino. That's true. You can at roll Hard the person Rock. away. Yeah, you can roll them away, <laughs> and it's an additional fee. and it's an additional fee. So people used to coming from Disney into a resort that sleeps five. Here you're paying an extra twenty five dollars a night, and it's a cot. Like to, it's the rollaway yes. cot. Yeah. So it's, an important we, thing to know. When we book this, that's one of my like bold things that I let clients know. You will have to pay, and you have to pay it at um, the resort. You can't pay it ahead of time. Right. Like it's not included with your package. 
Right. Is there any a chance of ever not having a cot available? Sure. Yes. Yeah, see, that's the problem. Sure. If you're paying at the resort, what if you get there and it's not available? You no, know, we would hope that, you know, they would give priority to five, and I've never heard of anybody not being able to get one when, you know, they booked as five. But I think with anything that's inventory, yeah, it's always a possibility. See, I think the other thing people should keep in mind with Royal Pacific, Royal Pacific is extraordinarily popular um, because of the price point. Um, but oftentimes, because what they do in the hotel business is they yield the rates. The more the hotel fills, the higher the rate goes. So what happens is, and I'm sitting here looking at it here, for that $279 a night, I'll get that garden view, two-queen room at Royal Pacific. For another $20 a night, I'm at Portofino Bay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing for us as agents is, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes, as you said, it's yielded. Sometimes also what happens, Universal does a lot of a promotion called Stay Stay more, save more, yes. as they call it. So sometimes it may be available at one resort and not another. So, you know, they're going to often be. There are times where in Portofino prices less yes. than one of mm-hmm. the other two and resorts. I've found recently because um, Royal Pacific is becoming so popular that people know they get that Express Pass, the standard, like inexpensive rooms are not available no, um, two, never. three months in available. No. So I can literally put them over at Portofino for less. Excellent. All right, so that brings us to Portofino and Hard Rock, which are considered their premier hotels, assuming these are of similar to a deluxe hotel at Absolutely. Absolutely. In terms of rooms, amenities, um, the grounds, the options. Yeah, absolutely no question. These are deluxe resorts. In fact, for me personally, arguably, Portofino, Portofino Bay Hotel is arguably the best hotel in Orlando. Chris was just saying that, actually. He was, because we had gone there for dinner during a recent visit, and we've stayed there before. We've stayed there a couple times. And he said, Portofino is my favorite hotel in Orlando. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite resort in I Orlando. I love Portofino. And I think it's something about these premier hotels. They're being run, again, as I said, by a hotel company. Well, I, yeah, and it's I, just a different experience right. I than find, a theme park resort. I find the service at all yeah. the Universal hotels to be outstanding, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, there is something about Portofino. It, it, it's a combination of the extraordinary theming. I think they're all well-themed. I think Portofino can be said to be extraordinarily themed. It's beautiful. Um, the rooms are, are large. They are comfortable. They're elegant without being stuffy. Um, the same 12-year-old girl who was let loose in the Hard Rock and Royal Pacific was not, not allowed into allowed the in rooms <laughs> at, at, at Portofino. Um, what is the theme of Portofino? What is the hotel? Well, it's, Porto, it's based on the, on the town of Portofino, Italy, which is a, a seaside town. Um, and when you're down around you know, where the restaurants are and around mm-hmm. the lagoon mm-hmm. there, you easily, you could, you could feel like you're in Italy. And you drive in no and around to get to the resort. There's the wine, there's the grape vines right. and stuff. Yeah, just, and just. even even walking around the resort itself, as you go down these alleys and stuff, it's very reminiscent of being in Italy, just without ten thousand people all over you. <laughs> um, the uh, if you take a, when I first went there and I saw, you know, uh, on the buildings in the in the piazza, all the detail is painted mm-hmm. on, and I was like, how cheap. What they couldn't afford to actually, you know, theme this properly, only to find out that is how it's done in Portofino, Italy. When the resort was uh, uh, was officially opened on its grand opening, the mayor of Portofino, Italy, was brought over to to uh, commission it, 
And she made a comment to the press, which I thought was fantastic. She goes, it looks exactly like my town, except much, much cleaner. <laughs> um, so, you know, it really, and if you look at pictures of Portofino, Italy, and then go to Portofino Bay, you can see it's beautifully done. Uh, one of my favorite restaurants in Orlando is at Portofino, which is uh, Mama Della's. Uh, we just ate um, there. Mama Della's. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah, bring your appetite and expandable and uh, expandable pants because you will eat a lot and you'll be very, very full. Um, I find the concierge lounge, the mm-hmm. concierge level there, those rooms, those villa rooms, that lounge and the service in the lounge to be absolutely outstanding. Yeah. We've stayed concierge there as well as Hard Rock. And we thought there was a huge difference. Major difference. Major difference. Major difference. Um, the uh, the Hard Rock, by comparison, it's it's actually the, the the resort that is closest to the theme parks. So you have, um, you know, it's a very very quick walk. It's a three minute walk mm-hmm. from Hard Rock to Universal Studios, mm-hmm. and then on to Islands of Adventure. Uh, it's definitely got that that rock and roll vibe, that hard rock vibe. Uh, the team members that work there very much fit the mold of you know the rockers, and uh, you know everything just kind of has that you're really not cool enough to stay here, but we'll let you anyway type vibe. Uh, not to say that they throw an attitude or anything; they're not. But I don't care who you you know for the most part. I don't care who you are. You absolutely don't feel like you're cool enough to stay. Um, but really relaxed, great service. The rooms before they were redesigned were gorgeous. I loved the way those rooms used to look. And now, like I said, it's just gray and pink. I'm sorry. That's just not a color scheme that works for me. Um, but that aside, very comfortable, great bedding, great amenities, nice size rooms. Um, and then there's that pool, the guitar-shaped pool that has the, the underwater sound system, a really great slide, fantastic pool bar. Um, and it's, it's just, it's, it's a fantastic property. Let's talk about room options at Hard Rock. Um, they've got your two queen bed garden or water view rooms. They actually have a ton of options. Next, um, they have the deluxe king room and it gives you extra space and um, it has an adjoining like st- like studio kind of area with a sofa bed pull out it's kind of like i think they called it a study area and then um you can do any of those rooms at club level um for an additional fee and then they have um they do have kids suites as well and it's the same style as christy was explaining at sapphire falls where you have that extra room but they don't have a door to the hallway so they can't go anywhere and there's just two twin beds in those and then you've got your king bedded room and then there's a king suite um it's gonna have your king bed it has a living space it's kind of like a living room and you can book that as club level or non-club level so you don't have to stay club to stay in the suite pete do you have some pricing up i do hard rock i do um Again, looking at the range in November, uh, a Garden View two queen room two ninety one a night. Um, Include your express pass, and that include yeah uh, you get your express. That's pass. a deal. So two ninety one a night. Then when you get up to the deluxe king room, it's three sixty three. Um, the club level king room is three ninety nine. So not a big jump there. Um, and the king suite that you were just talking about four hundred and sixty seven a night. Kids Suite five thirty nine a night. Now we start getting into that a little bit higher that, up, that higher up price point. 
Um, but they have a lot. What, what I like is that they have a lot of options. They have a king suite with a connecting two garden view uh, queen room at seven hundred and fifty dollars a night. So it's the equivalent of a king suite in a it's regular like room. Ten or eleven people. Like. Right. Um, the great thing about that is you're booking it as that combo. So now they're guaranteed to be connecting. Right. Yes. It's not like in another situation where you're booking two rooms, asking for them to be connecting, but having no guarantee of that. So the fact that you can book them as a combo like that is really important for larger families traveling together. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have options if we're ready to talk about some of the amenities. Oh, before we do that, what is is the is it a set price for club level for every room? Is it thirty bucks a night? No, no it varies. It varies it's yielded like yeah, it's yielded like yeah. anywhere okay. else. Sorry, go ahead. Um, just some of the things that are on offer that are very unique at this hotel, mm-hmm. uh, and there's some some things we can talk about at Portofino as well. Uh, is Velvet Sessions. Um, it is the last Thursday of the month or Tuesday of the month? Thursday. Last Thursday of every month um, for an extra price. Um, there is a concert in the lobby. Um, and it's usually like a pretty, it's nobody contemporary. It's usually somebody from, let's just say, Flower and Garden Festival. <laughs> 70s and 80s. So, uh, like, for example, the the Christmas concert every year is actually a free one. Um and it's an acoustic set by the lead singer of uh, Guess Who. Mm-hmm. So that, I don't know. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I walked right into that you one. You did. So and band, this is actually very. Band. This is actually very popular with locals. I was just surprised that it was the lead singer of Guess Who. That surprised me. Yeah. The the thing to remember though, uh, it's very popular with locals. So it's always pretty full. Um, but if you're not the kind of person who's really into a concert in the lobby and you're staying there the last Thursday of the month, uh, it's really inconvenient. I was going to say the only, my experience with the hard rock is one time we stayed, we stayed in a room that was close to the elevator and I found it loud. You could hear the lobby. Be. You can hear the music that's being played mm-hmm. in the resort. Another time we stayed one that was off the elevator and it was perfectly quiet. Yeah. So that was my only Issue with Hard Rock. So that's a unique experience you can have at at Velvet uh, at, at Hard Rock. Um, there's also um, the Velvet uh, Velvet Bar, which is their, their their lobby bar, which is really nice, and they've got seating outside that overlooks the pool. It's really cool. It's a really nice place. You can get small small plates of food there. Um, in terms of eating, you really have two main options. You've got the Palm Restaurant which is off the lobby, and then you have the kitchen, which is down, downstairs off the pool. And I will tell you, the kitchen, I've always had great food there. I've always had a great experience. Mm. The Palm, I used to have good food there. The last three times I was there consistently, it was terrible. We ate at the Palm for uh, the last Dizapalooza, and it was underwhelming. Very underwhelming. And overpriced, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And yeah, and the, like you look at the walls and like all the characters of people done on the walls. You're like, oh, who's that? Whoever paid the money to get up there? It's like not they're not anybody. It's like you know, it's like Dr. local Silver, news people, Doctor Silverstein, <laughs> right, exactly. and you know. Um, so uh, the Palm, I don't recommend. The Kitchen, I absolutely do, especially for breakfast. I thought it was wonderful, but I've had lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. Always had really good experiences there. Um, I don't know if you want to move over to Portofino. Yeah, let's or? go to Portofino now. Let's talk a little bit about rooms at Portofino. Huge. 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 Beautiful. Even a standard room. like Even just the, the lowest level room with a, you know two queen beds in it has a lot of space. And these are the kind of beds 
that after a long day in the park, you fall into these beds, you never want to get out. They're so comfortable. The bedding is beautiful. The mattresses really, yeah, really comfortable. The quality of the linens and this is a del- this is a deluxe. What strikes me about Portofino is that their rooms could stand alone as deluxe deluxe rooms anywhere else. Correct. Like if you were going to book a room in New York City or something like this, no question. This would be a deluxe room anywhere else in the world. Well, this is Universal's flagship resort, and it deserves that. It deserves that title. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like I said, this is one of the reasons. There are many, many reasons why uh, Portofino Bay is, in my opinion, the best hotel in Orlando. Uh, the rooms are certainly one of them, especially the villa rooms. Um, they're a little bit larger. Uh, they have uh, these kind of disturbing... Uh, <laughs> blo- um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, between the bathroom and the bedroom. Uh, shutters. The, the shutters, thank shutters, you. Yeah. These shutters that open, so if you want to be on display while you're in the bathroom, <laughs> you're free to do that. Maybe you're that kind of person. Um, but, you know, Italian marble in the bathrooms. Um you know, really beautiful, beautiful, elegant uh, presentation with everything. So, I mean, the rooms can't say enough good things. What about are it. our room choices at Portofino? Um, you have your standard two queen garden or bay view. Um, they have the deluxe rooms here as well, so they're going to have the larger room. They also have a deluxe um, bathroom, so I guess the bathrooms are larger in those rooms. And then for the kids' suites, it's themed to Despicable Me, and it they're so cool. Like I, I have, don't think you're despicable. <laughs> I think that's being a little harsh. They're so cool. The, the beds are literally, if you've seen Despicable Me, they're the missile beds that they have in the movie. So it's a really cool option they, if you have are, kids. Those rooms are virtually impossible to book. Yes, yes they, they really are. Yes. I had to go because I was trying to just get information on the rooms. I had to go to like next March to finally find a room yeah, available. Yeah, hard it. to get. Mm-hmm. Just a random day in March. Um, they have the Club Deluxe. Um, so you're going to have your club level and a deluxe room. Then they have some suites. They have the Portofino suite, which has a parlor and a bedroom connected. Um, the villas, which Pete was talking about, um, they have a casual seating room, a dining room, and your bedroom and bathroom. So those are large, lots of space for you, kind of like the villas. And then um, they have a hospitality suite, and um, that's for like if you're going to be entertaining a lot of people or maybe having a meeting. Um, there's a large dining area in there and a kitchenette as well. What about pricing? Well... Taking a look, as I said, you know, a garden view with two queen <laughs> beds, uh, $300 a night. Um, the same room with a bay view, uh, $336 a night. Uh, Deluxe King is 363 The club level, two queen room is 422 uh, So you're really talking about, you know, in comparison to what you're seeing at Hard Rock um, and even Royal Pacific, you're talking about really, really good prices. Uh, for rooms that, in my opinion, are the best rooms on on property Universal and among the best in Orlando. So, and those prices, I mean, when you compare it to a deluxe resort at Disney, <laughs> those are incredible. Right, exactly. Like, no, and you're still getting the same, right? You know, especially for club level, it's yeah, not hard. Yeah. You know, you can right. easily hit eight, nine hundred yeah. or more, a thousand, very easily, I, easily. You know, Polynesian Grand Floridian, no in question. Club level rooms. So, mm-hmm. now in terms of dining. Um, Two phenomenal restaurants at uh, Portofino, which is, like I said, Mama Della's, uh, which is much more casual. And then there's Biche, which is, you know, fine Italian cuisine. And I find Biche good. I've been there a couple times. It's good. I still love Mama Della's. But the, the real hidden gem is um, 
It's the grab and go. Uh, right. Oh, uh, uh, the uh, deli. Uh, the deli. Um, oh, it's Craig? right down the street. I know. It's Sal's Market Deli. Sal's Market, Market Deli. deli. <laughs> um, really great fresh pizzas, uh, mm-hmm. fresh sandwiches. Really, 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 really good. It's a little expensive. It's a little expensive. If you're an annual pass holder, you do get a break, but generally speaking. But um, what else? What else do you recommend there? There's a Starbucks. <laughs> that does. That's not a selling point for me. For Christina, um, and a gelato place. That's very and, well. Good. Then there's the Trattoria, which I've never cared for. Um, which is where they do a lot of their character meals and their buffet. I've always found, even though it shares a kitchen with Mama Della's, I don't understand why um, the food coming out there is never quite as good. Uh, but Mama Della's, Sal's Market Deli, if you want a nice romantic dinner, go to Biche. But I think they've got some excellent, excellent food options there. Plus, this is also the location of the Mandara Spa. It's a very, very nice spa yes. that they have there. So... You talk about things to do when you don't want to go into the theme parks. That's a great spot there. Let's real quick talk about pools. Mm-hmm. How's that? Um, I, I walked around Hard Rock Pool with my daughter, and I said, hey, what do you think about this pool? And she goes, well, they had live music going on. It was very loud, and there was, was a loud. lot of older children because they have ping pong. They have pool tables. They have uh, foosball tables kind of circling the pool. So it is. it does kind of cater to the older teenagers. Then we went over to the Portofino pool and my daughter says, I feel underdressed. I mean, it was just elegant, beautiful. Not. I didn't notice as much of a child or teen play area. They have a very small little splash area for little kids, but it is more of an adult area i felt not as kid friendly as as hard rock but i will say portofino has that wow factor because when we took the boat up everybody on the boat was like wow look at this hotel this is beautiful it has the has the curb appeal it does it has but it's also important to mention in terms of pool you do have the main pool which is where the slide is and all that but then you have the villa pool which used to be in the very beginning, you had to be staying in the villas in order to use this pool, and they stopped doing that. Now anybody can use it. But that's like the quiet pool. And there are cabanas lined all around that that you can rent for a half day or a day. And they'll serve you lunch in there and do all the things they do in cabanas. It always comes with a refrigerator, telephone, television. They usually put like some, uh, some bottled water in the refrigerator, some fresh fruit. Um, this, If you just really want that relaxing experience... It's hard to beat. It's really, really. It's very quiet. There's not a lot of kids running around. There's not. A, it's the quiet pool, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing I want to talk about with Universal Orlando Resorts is their pet friendliness. Big difference from Disney. Why don't you yes. guys talk about that a little bit? Uh, on the room service menu in your room, there's actually the very last page is your pet room service. Yeah. <laughs> and this is not all resorts there. Cabana Bay is the only one that does not allow. Yeah your fur babies, they will actually bring you stainless steel bowls. They will bring you dog food. They will bring you dog toys. They will bring you a rubber mat. Um, they actually, they will bring, um, I think they had crates that they can actually rent. It, it was amazing. It was amazing. But it's kind of odd to get in an elevator and you have a giant dog in the elevator. Are there limitations on what pets you can bring? Um, uh, Craig had noted that there were some breeds that yeah. they possibly would not be too friendly yeah um dogs are fine 
Uh, one time I was in a, one of the Lowe's hotels and someone tried to have a snake with them. <laughs> oh that was goodness. unfortunately not allowed. Um, was so no exotic I, I In the leather strap room. The one thing in the leather strap room, yes. Uh, there is one thing that everyone should keep in mind when booking uh, a, one of the pet-friendly rooms. You're going to bring your, your, your pet with you. You must, must, must have all the most recent vaccination papers with you or a fax to the hotel. If they don't have them, you're not staying. Uh, so make sure that you get that from your vet well in advance of your trip. Ha- you know, fa- if you're going to fax them to the hotel, great, but have them with you just in case uh, because if they don't have them on file when you check in, your dog, you and your dog are not going to stay together. That's fair enough. If you're going to board your dog, you'd have to have that anyway, right. so I don't think that's unreasonable. Is there an upcharge for having a pet in the room? Mm-hmm. I believe it's twenty or twenty five or fifty dollars a night. Mm-hmm. I think it's fifty. I remember 50. seeing fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and then if they, you know, plus there's a pet deposit you yes. have to pay that's refundable, provided <laughs> your dog doesn't destroy the doesn't destroy, doesn't destroy or and isn't there a fee as well per hour if your dog gets is called? Yeah, if he's barking or whatever, yeah. calling it a timeout fee oh. or something. Yeah, they'll come get your dog out of your room if you're right. not there, like and if it's you're not there barking. and you've left the dog and it's being disruptive. They'll take it out of the room and do oh, something with it, and it's tranquilize like dollars an hour. Or something. <laughs> oh my gosh, the thought of that just would drive me crazy. Xanax, right? <laughs> and if you do have allergies, you can request a room that has a pet-free. Pet-free. These are usually confined to one area. Of the room yeah. Right. Anyway. They're all they're all ground level. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Usually, they're all usually, the ground yes. level, and they have areas where you can walk your dog and pick up after him pick up after him or her because uh-huh. uh, not everybody does and uh, you know it's it's a it's a cool feature people wonder you know I know for me that's I should really try it with Abby I don't know how she'd be I know when I tried it with Max Max was not okay I would leave that room and he would sit there and howl yeah I think my dog would too and Aww. so you know it was a strange environment some dogs are not going to be okay with that. So I don't know if Abby would be. I think she would be. One of the things that would worry me is what happens if housekeeping comes and opens the door? Well, is, I think there's some kind of a housekeeping, I have a pet thing that you put on the door. So I don't think housekeeping comes oh, okay. when you're not there. Oh, good. Like I think there's, there's some kind of an accommodation made for that. Excellent. I'm going to do this one of these times. I keep saying that I'm going to bring my dog. We're going to drive down here. We're going to rent an RV and stay at a campsite. And we're going to use the best friend's place. Yeah, you want you want video of John walking to the parks? I want video of that. I'm going to do it. In the, it's going to in the RV. In the RV, yeah. Excellent. It's All going right. to be a very big, luxurious RV. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. This is excellent. Just before excellent. we go, can, okay. I, can I summarize one thing? Sure. I just want to say, we talked about the different resort levels and stuff. And I just want to summarize what you're getting at each resort level. So all universal resorts, you are getting early access to Harry Potter, one hour early um, access to there. With the three, I know they're categories, but the three deluxe resorts, we're going to call them three premier resorts. Royal Pacific, Hard Rock. Royal Pacific, Hard Rock, and Portofino. You're also getting the Express Pass. So it's important to note that difference uh, when you're looking at these. And it's something to say now, we are looking at five Universal resorts. I think for many of us, there was not Unheard that of. long ago we would not even have. If somebody had said that to us, we would have like, yeah, no way, not going to happen. And they've already talked. They're already talking about the six. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think there's rumors. Found the con, uh, the building contracts permits right for it. Six hundred room hotel. 
And I think what they're realizing is with Cabana Bay and with Sapphire Falls, but more Cabana Bay, they're really looking to move the off-site person on-site. What Disney did. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's what they're doing. And I think Cabana Bay fills that market. And I've said, you know, I think I'm kind of done at Cabana Bay. I'm looking for something else. That's my personal choice based on the way that we travel now and the way that we spend time at the resort. Uh, But I think, you know, the fact that the Express Pass isn't included – if you're off-site, it's not either. Right. So I think it's a way to move people on-site. You get, you know, all Universal Resorts include transportation to the park at some level. So you're starting to get that on-site experience. So I think it's important to know what those differences are. Excellent. Thank you for that, Tracy. Thank you guys for helping me with this, for participating. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you to everybody at home for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation.